We all know it. We're all living through it. Uh, and it's not the first summer, right? It seems to be a regular summer thing for us now, dealing with wildfire smoke. And uh, it's it's really bad right now. I, I don't understand. Maybe they need to revamp the scale that we use to talk about air quality in the province uh, because it goes up to 10. And we were 10 plus yesterday in Edmonton and expecting to be 10 plus again today. So if the scale can't even register how bad it is, maybe it's time for a new scale. But let's get some details on what's going on, why we have all of this smoke, uh, and when, if we can expect it to leave anytime soon, and how tough it is to, to forecast and to predict what's going on with the smoke and when it may be leaving. So we're going to chat now with Senior Climatologist with Environment Canada, David Phillips. David, thank you for joining us. Always fun to chat. Well, thank you, Shay, for having me aboard. Yes, I'd like to speak to you when there's a, a blue sky and white puffy clouds, but you never call during those kind of situations. <laughs> no, we don't. We can handle those. We're good on our own there. It's, it's like, I was, you know, like I was saying earlier, just a 24-degree day without a cloud in the sky would be oh. uh, just heaven-sent at this yeah. point in time. Uh, of course, we went through the heat wave, and now we're dealing with the smoke. First of all, yeah. this smoke, where is it coming from? Because I'm hearing it's coming from both the east and the west at the same time. It is. It is, Shay. So right. I mean, we're seeing fires in um, in Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, British Columbia, um, and in Oregon and even California. Um, and, you know, it's almost like the tailpipe of North America is Alberta because you're getting from easterly winds, you're getting all of the Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Ontario smoke at low levels. It's coming in at low. It's what you're, you're, you're tasting, you're smelling, you're seeing, and you're, you're feeling. That's the kind of smoke that you're you're from the uh, from, from the eastern parts of uh, uh, of, uh, of the prairies and uh, and also in Ontario. I mean, we're seeing fires in those areas. Like, my gosh, I, let me just uh, give you an example. Uh, uh, for example, British Columbia, where you're getting smoke from there, but it's at higher levels because the winds tend to be from the west or southwest. So you're getting some of that British Columbia smoke coming in at higher levels, but at the lower levels, you're getting it more from from eastern areas. British Columbia, for example, has, you know, three times the number of air, the area burned now compared to, say, the last average over the last 10 years. Uh, There's similarly in Manitoba, four times the number of the area burned now compared to what was, say, in the last 10 years. So this is very early, um, a lot of fires, but also the area burned. And the and the weather situation, Shay, has set up. You have this high-pressure area over uh, say, northern Saskatchewan, northern Manitoba, and the air moves in a clockwise direction, so it's taking all that smoke and blowing it not west to east as it normally goes, but from east to west. And so it's coming in on these easterly winds into uh, Alberta. I mean, there's there's only four areas of Alberta that's not under these uh, special air quality statements. Grand River, uh, Peace River, high level in Fort Chippewa. Every every place else is is, uh, in a fumigating kind of situation. And at the higher levels, as I mentioned, you're getting these BC fires, Oregon, California, smoke from those fires. So it's it's really and yet in Alberta, I mean, you're seeing in terms of the the area burn compared to the ten year average, it's like fifteen percent. So this is not homegrown smoke. This is actually imported from areas uh, uh, to the east and the west and the south of you. It's it's uh, there's no escaping it. How much does it affect the weather? Like if we didn't have all mm. of the smoke in Alberta right now, what kind of days would we be having because I mean there's no rain very little to speak of the odd shower overnight but that's about it. Shay that's such a 
good question. And I was just, it takes a lot for me to, to shake my head about the weather, but I was talking to a colleague of mine in, in Edmonton, and he explained to me, for example, yesterday, the models uh, that give us our five-day, seven-day forecast, they came up with, um, they said Edmonton was going to be 27, 28 degrees uh, yesterday. Well, downtown, it didn't get up to 14 degrees. And you think, wow, how could we miss it by 14 degrees? Well, very simply, the models don't necessarily catch the the effect that the smoke at the entire column, at the surface and upper levels, I mean, that total column, as far as you can see, oh, you get brilliant sunrises and sunsets, but my gosh, you can you can cut the air with a, with a knife, it's so thick. And so that has actually prevented the sun from coming in, baking the ground, and kept temperatures 14 degrees colder than they would have been. I mean, and, and so it just shows you that there is an effect on locally on the um, on the weather in terms of the temperature, um, and and you get a little bit of rain maybe. It's not enough to scrub the air no. to to cleanse the air and uh, and get back to kind of blue skies and white puffy clouds. And then um, and then the winds are so light, and they're from those directions that, as I mentioned, from the east to northeast, uh, blowing into the province at lower levels and uh, and then at uh, upper levels they're they're bringing in the smoke from uh, from the west what you really need is a nice northwesterly flow of air to clean out the crud and get that air column disappearing but that's something you often don't see in the summertime it's 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 there in the in the spring fall and winter but but not always there in the summer so and it's really kind of a long-term kind of thing I think Shay oh, because no. you know I mean the temperatures could fall and you could get some rain but what carries on is the are the forest fires because the situation has been so hot i mean you've had in uh, I, I think in edmonton i counted the number of days above uh, 30 degrees this year is more than you've had in the entire last five years you say so it's been hot it's been dry and of course the forest fires are just sitting there waiting for that spark from a an all-terrain vehicle or a or a converter uh, uh catalytic converter or dry lightning and uh, and it burns up and and the forest fires really now what we're seeing are usually much later I mean the season in British Columbia usually doesn't get going until until August and here we are we had fires going on there in June and into July and and so it's been a, a long hoary season uh, when you add to all of the extremes and my gosh the grasshoppers are are loving it and, and that's a <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, it. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, I mean, it's just been, it's, it's been so extreme for the early yes, part of our summer. It's tough to get get a handle on it. So, um, you know, we're seeing models saying at least till midweek, but, uh, you know, I, I'm viewing them with skepticism because as you're saying, we're going to need a pretty dramatic change in the weather to try and flush yeah. this smoke out. So wh- how hard is it to predict that? And what do you watch for to say, okay, this may provide some relief? 
you're right. I mean, the longer you look, the farther you look out, the more uncertain you're going to be. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty good with uh, the next day. And, and, and temperature-wise, you know, we do it well for seven days. We get it, Except when you get a local situation like you had yesterday where we would really um, uh, look like we, we really didn't know what we were talking about. But, again, that was local kind of conditions that were, were coming and going. But we look even after the – I mean, the chances of rain coming up or the next day, you know, a 30% or maybe. I don't carry an umbrella for 30%. And then even after Wednesday, we see temperatures, again, seasonable. We're not back to that dome and, and uh, torrid kind of 30 degrees, but there's still um, lots of sunshine and uh, temperatures that are at season or slightly above. I mean, the dog days of summer don't really come until the end of July and the beginning of August, and that's typically, Shay, where you get your warmest moment right. of the summer. That's still to, to come. Our models are showing there are one month model for August is we're showing uh, warmer than normal. What you see is what you're going to get. And you, you hinted at it. You know, sometimes you get locked in. I always, there's a thing in weather called persistence. What you see is what you're going to get. Okay. It's hard to change the pattern around to something dramatically different. And, uh, and, and that's why um, we, it's easier just to forecast what you see you're going to continue to get. And that's what the models are seeing, warmer than normal all over Canada from coast to coast to coast. Now, precipitation, there's been some improvement in that in terms of the fact that we were showing maybe uh, middle of last week, we were showing dry, dry, dry from coast to coast. Well, now it's backed off. The models today are saying, well, you know, a few dry spots in on the prairies, but generally it looks like it's uh, going to be normal precipitation. But, you know, Shay, I wonder in parts, especially the eastern prairies, that it's, it's, it's just too late. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mm-hmm. farmers are encouraged to to harvest what they've got for feed because uh, they just don't see anything growing from now, and they're talking about next year. I mean, internal optimists saying, hey, well, maybe if we get the rains now, then that'll help to fill the dugouts and sloughs and potholes and get ready for next year. But my gosh, it's been bleak, uh, uh, clearly, and uh, and just no break at all. I mean, it's just absolutely uh, a head shaker for sure. You know, and I was watching some American news yesterday, yep. uh, and they're, they're dealing with this smoke. Like, this smoke that it, we're dealing with from the wildfires, primarily in B.C. and parts of, you know, Manitoba and Saskatchewan, it is covering almost the entire continent at this point, oh, isn't it? Truly. You can see it from space and um, and, and clearly. And, and, you know, you mentioned something right at the top that I thought was, was right on, is that it's almost as if we never used to see this before. No, I don't And And, this. you know, we I remember, um, like, last year, for example, um, we had very few fires in Canada. But, boy, do we have ever the smoke, yeah. because they were coming up from California, Oregon, and Washington. So it's almost it's not what's happening in your backyard, especially with, with smoke. It, it, it's you really got to depend on what, what's happening elsewhere in terms of, uh, of that smoke can be imported. And, and it was just from very unhealthy point of view. And the thing about smoke we often talk about, Shay, is the fact that the, the sort of the, the evacuations, the, the risk of fires, of burning communities and things like this, there is a longer-term effect, and that is health. Mm-hmm. I mean, that smoke, breathing that into your lungs, that fine particulate matter, we just don't know what the long-term implications are that later down, down, downstream. I mean, uh, and that's, that's what's, what's scary about the, uh, about the, the wildfire smoke. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, you cannot offer us any certainty around relief. Hey, we're just going to have to wait this out. No, I mean, we know the states are 
anything shorter. <laughs> Shay, I mean, that is just something we can predict. That is because of that astronomy. I mean, that's where you can, you can hang your hat on, things like that. But, um, and you know, uh, July, August is usually about a degree cooler than July. So, uh, but you know, sometimes July, I remember one year, Shay, I mean, I, it's, I, I should remember the year, I don't, where September was the warmest month of the year. Oh, September year. can be great, it, yeah. It told you more about what the rest of the summer was before <laughs> September, but still, there was a break. You did see those muscle shirts and tank tops breaking out there on Jasper Avenue that September, but uh, hey, uh, days are also shorter, so there's not as much time to enjoy it. All right. Uh, I was hoping for better news, but I wasn't no, expecting. I, I'm a guy that with uh, the glass half full, but I, I am scratching all over the place, and I can't find it, Shay. Okay, excellent. Thanks so much, David. I always appreciate your time. Okay, great. Bye-bye now. That's David Phillips, a senior climatologist with Environment Canada.